You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, and welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, a podcast for successful women who feel like they have it all except love. I'm your host, Veronica Grant, a love and life coach. And my only goal with this podcast is to inspire you to believe in yourself and that real love is possible for you, even in our swipe right, swipe left world. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode number 221 of the Love Life Connection podcast. So I'm recording this episode actually on Juneteenth, and Mercury just went into retrograde yesterday. There's a major eclipse coming tomorrow, and we're about to move into cancer season. So basically, there's a lot of emotions, and there's still the coronavirus out there, and it's still spreading, and it's still killing people, yet we have a president, and what I think to be a larger subset of people who don't seem to care. And I'm seeing people's true colors when it comes to race relations reckoning among white people. And uh, it's a lot, right? It's a lot. And I actually had an interview lined up for you today, but that interview fell through at the last minute. And it actually is perfect timing, like pretty much everything is, because I realized I haven't really done a heart-to-heart episode about what's just been going on in the world. I know I've been doing some pre-intros to the past uh, few weeks of podcasts, but I really do think that what's going on in the world deserves an entire episode dedicated to it because I think it's important. I don't want to bypass it. And also I think it's relevant to everyone. And it's also very, very much related. What's going on in the world right now is not so separate from the work that I encourage you to do on the show and the work that I encourage my clients to do as well. So hang with me because I'm going to connect the dots for you and explain exactly what I mean as we get going in the episode. But one thing that I want to say just to kick off this episode is the first two weeks of June. So I believe that's episodes 
218 and 219. If you haven't listened to those, I highly, highly, highly recommend you do so. But they're all about anger and forgiveness, but specifically about feeling your emotions and specifically the emotions that you may not always want to feel like anger, like sadness, like grief, like heartbreak. I don't know if that's really a feeling, but sometimes we just want to forget all of those things, brush them under the rug, or we want to jump to forgiveness, or we want to jump to rationalizing the behavior that someone else did so that we can quote unquote, get over it and move on from it. And I really think that that is the number one reason why my clients come to me and they say they've done all this work. They've read all these books. Maybe they've even gone to therapy or they've thought a lot about their situation. They know exactly why they're attracting who they're attracting and yet nothing has changed. And I think it's because we don't actually allow ourselves to feel and process the emotions and emotions are ultimately what create your beliefs about yourself. And the beliefs you have about yourself are ultimately what creates your actions. Now, this is not the first time I've said this. This is probably not going to be the last time I say this on this show, but let me just give you a quick example. If you feel fundamentally unworthy, then that's going to create some beliefs about yourself that, well, maybe I have to settle. Maybe what I want isn't really possible. Maybe it's possible for other people, but it's not possible for me. So what kind of behavior do you think that might bring about when you log on to the apps or when you go on dates. You might settle for people's crumbs. You might settle for crappy behavior. You might settle for crappy excuses. And that creates ultimately your pattern and the relationships that you have. Now let's talk about anger. Let's say you have a lot of anger towards your dad or towards an ex, and you haven't really processed it. You say you have, but you haven't really processed it. You know deep down that anger still kind of stews. Well, what kind of beliefs might that create from the anger? Maybe you just believe that men aren't really trustworthy. Maybe you believe that you always have to date with your guard up because otherwise you might get hurt by somebody. Well, what kind of behavior is that going to create? And what kind of patterns will that create? And I think that when you can look at it from that perspective, I think it becomes abundantly clear that you have to work through your emotions and let them be felt and released as part of this work. And I rarely speak in absolutes. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that I will, haha, I'm about to do it. I will pretty much never say always and never, right? Because Every human is different. Every human has their own experience. And at the end of the day, we all have free will, right? But I think that generally speaking, in 99.99999% of cases, that you have to allow yourself to process emotions, specifically the difficult ones, if you want to actually and fundamentally and sustainably change your patterns and who you attract. Of course, we're talking about love life here, but I think this also... 100% applies when it comes to health, money, career, spirituality, friendships, motherhood, being a sister, daughter, all of those things as well. So some of the feedback and maybe even pushback that I've been hearing from those first two episodes I did in June, again, that's episode 218 to 19. I definitely recommend you listen to those episodes. You'll probably be curious to listen to them just after listening to this one, but I 
definitely think you should listen if you feel like you've been doing a lot of the work, but nothing's actually changed. I actually take one of my callers through a process to feel her anger, and it's really quite powerful. So really recommend you listen to that. But anyways, most of the pushback I've heard is, well, you know, Veronica, I just don't really want to dwell in it. The past is the past. Or, well, I can't really change what happened, or I can't really change who this person is or what this person does. So what's the point of being angry or sad about it? And I've also heard from some people that their emotions are so on high because of the protests, because of the discussions and talk around race relations, and because of coronavirus and the pandemic and social distancing and what that means, that their emotions are on high and they just feel frustrated that they are so focused and preoccupied on that, that they haven't been able to do the inner child work and the deeper work as it relates specifically to their love life. Hey there, I wanted to jump in here real quick to let you know about a brand new free workshop I've created. It's called the five step strategy to banish anxiety and overwhelm in your love life. So you can attract a fulfilling partnership and live a life of purpose. In the workshop, I break down exactly why you're in the dating pattern you're in, the number one reason why successful women specifically struggle in love, and of course, what to do about it, and how to take the confidence you feel in the rest of your life and apply it to your dating life. And of course, so much more. If you like my style, my philosophy, and how I coach women on the show, you're going to love this workshop. I teach you the why and how behind a lot of what I do while even digging a bit into the science of love so you can begin to see real change in your own love life. It's really all of my best work in one place, and you can access the free workshop right now. You don't have to spend years in therapy or read every damn book in the self-help aisle to dramatically transform your love life. If you feel like you have it all but love, this is 100% for you. So grab your free seat at veronicagrant.com forward slash workshop. And now back to the show. Look, I'm never going to pretend or claim that my viewpoint on healing and finding love works for every single person on planet Earth. But I do think it's worth it to look at where the resistance to feeling angry, sad, or doing the otherwise uncomfortable emotion work comes from. If you've been listening to me for a while, you won't be surprised to hear me say this is in large part because of the patriarchy. And specifically, I want to talk about internalized patriarchy because I think this is actually what our resistance is when it comes to doing this kind of deep, uncomfortable emotional work that I talk about. So for example, just raise your hand wherever you are listening to the show. If anyone has ever said to you, especially another woman has said to you, oh, maybe your expectations are too high, sweetie, or maybe you intimidate him. Maybe you shouldn't talk about the house you own or the career you have or how much money you make. Or maybe someone said something along the lines of, well, don't put too much pressure on him. I mean, he's busy. Just give him a little bit to get back to you. All of this is about putting the comfort of his emotions over yours. And patriarchy at its root is about the dominance of men, specifically white, straight men, over other groups economically, politically, and socially. And so when you question him or otherwise make him feel uncomfortable, you're debilitating that worldview and the place that he's used to having in society. And I want to be clear here that most men are not consciously like, I want to keep the patriarchy in place. And this is how it has to be, right? This is a subconscious comfort of where their place is in society. And if you don't think that this is real, just look at all of the resistance a lot of 
white folks, especially white men, have had to all of the protests around police brutality. It's because their place in society is beginning to be questioned, and it's highly, highly uncomfortable. So I always, always, always coach my clients to ask for what they want or what they need from a partner or from a first date or whoever it is that they are talking to romantically. And sometimes they'll say, but yeah, Veronica, you know, I've done that before. But when I have, it actually has scared them off or they broke up with me. So I don't want to do that again. And I say, well, is the problem you asked for what you wanted or what you needed? Or is the problem who you attracted in the first place? So until we decide to unlearn internalized patriarchy, we as women will continue to put the emotions and comfort of others, especially men, ahead of our own. So it's not surprising that someone like me comes in and says, no, if you feel angry, you have a right to feel that and you should express that. And maybe you might even want to have a conversation with the person who made you feel angry or who did that bad thing or that wrong thing to you. That's going to push up against the belief that you should just quote unquote, get over it or quote unquote, not take up too much space or quote unquote, not be too much. And to be clear, there is a difference between feeling your feelings and a pity party. A pity party is woe is me, poor me, why me, everything sucks, I suck, why does it all happen to me? That does give your power away to someone or something else, and it does dig you into a ditch that is hard to get out of. But feeling your feelings from a perspective of, I'm so freaking angry about that person and what he did to me, that just sucks. I did not deserve that, and I will not stand for that anymore. Screw him, screw him, right? Like if you just really get into it and just have like what I call an adult temper tantrum, you can really begin to allow those emotions and feelings to move through you and eventually out of you. And can you see how you're actually keeping your power in that kind of scenario versus the first scenario where it was more of like a pity party, woe was me giving your power away? Even the whole idea that a man should initiate, he should send the first message, he should ask you on the date, he should ask you on the second date, or whatever the quote-unquote rules are, you have to think about that. Like, where did that even start? Most of that really comes from our beliefs around men and women in romantic relationships, which comes from fairy tales. And I'm talking about Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty, like those kinds of fairy tales. It's the Grimm Brothers who wrote a lot of the fairy tales, not Grimm sisters. So believing that men should initiate or do the pursuing is just another way that we as women feel like we're supposed to give our power away. Let him call the shots. Let him determine how fast or how deep the relationship progresses. Now, I do believe in feminine masculine energy in relationships, and I do think that's required for a healthy, balanced relationship. And that is true of men and women being together, men and men, or women and women, or any other variation thereof. But that's a whole other topic for another day. But a healthy balance of feminine and masculine energy has nothing to do with giving your power away. And I also can't talk about how patriarchy intersects with racism. If you're white, it can be highly uncomfortable. And this is really if you're a white man or a woman, it can be highly uncomfortable to confront the ways you've unknowingly contributed to racist structures in our society. And I just want to say really quickly, if you're white, you have, we all have contributed to racist structures. I don't think it's helpful to be like, well, I haven't, I'm not racist. I don't think that's super helpful. I think what's more helpful is to say, how have I unknowingly contributed to racist structures in our world, in our society, and then do the work from there. So just want to say that. Anyways, calling out a racist family member, 
writing something on your Instagram of things you're working through in your anti-racism work or deciding you can't date or be friends with someone who has racist views and closed-minded views on that subject. Again, like all of that is highly uncomfortable and scary. And sometimes we just want to avoid it, put our head under the covers or whatever, and just watch Netflix and wait for it to all go away. And yet, can you see how internalized patriarchy also plays a role here? The thing it pushes up against is the same thing that prevents you from telling the person you're seeing you'd rather have tacos tonight instead of pizza, or that you need more of a commitment from him to move forward. And yes, I know that we're talking about tacos or a romantic relationship, and that might be on a different scale than someone's right to an existence. But the thing that it's bumping up against is the same, and that is I shouldn't make other people feel uncomfortable. I should put other people's comfort ahead of my own. Doing this work, in my view, is political. You can't escape it. And for all of the issues that the white feminist movement today has and the feminist movement from the 60s had, I really, really do love the quote, the personal is political. You just can't escape it. And I think that's okay. Look, I don't want you to be afraid of or look for excuses to not do the uncomfortable work of feeling your feelings so that you can move through them and shift your patterns. We as humans learn through contrast. We only know what happiness and joy feel like because we've experienced sadness and grief. Life is not meant to always be happy, joyful, peaceful, and going in the direction we want it to go in. We need the opposite so we can appreciate the good things and the good times in life and so that we actually have a motivating force to help us work towards the ways we want to feel. So I'm not going to tell you to not be afraid of doing the uncomfortable emotional work because I want to validate however you might be feeling about it, including maybe having some fear. But I don't want you to look for excuses as to why this work doesn't apply for you or work for you. And if excuses do come up, I encourage you to actually lean into that and dig deeper. What is the resistance really about? Is it internalized patriarchy? I don't know, but I'm going to guess there's a good chance there is. What beliefs or old ways is the resistance playing off of? All right, before I sign off for this episode, I wanted to let you know that in two weeks, I'm opening up my brand new workshop, Your Conscious Online Dating Blueprint, which is a live workshop with me where I'll take you through the process of aligning your inner work and the outer strategy to have a more fruitful and enjoyable experience online dating. I designed this workshop to account for the real racism and sexism you may encounter on the apps. COVID or not, online dating is an important way we meet potential partners, and it's not going anywhere anytime soon. And what prevents you from finding love online aren't the dick pics or the creepers or the sexting people or the endless pen pal texting people, but it's the blocks and limiting beliefs you have about yourself and what's possible for you online. We're going to dive into that. Plus, I'll teach you how to master the outer strategy too, so that you can find love online. There are only 30 spots available and it's only $99. And with the baby coming, I don't know when or if I'm going to do it again this year or ever. Who really knows? Life is up in the air right now. Enrollment doesn't open until Monday, July 13th, but you can go to veronicagrant.com forward slash online dating right now and sign up for the wait list. And folks on the wait list will be the first to know when the 30 spots open up and then I'll send the invites to everyone else. Not on the wait list, assuming that there are 
a few spots more available. So again, veronicagrant.com forward slash online dating to sign up for the waitlist. Being on the waitlist does not obligate you to joining the workshop, but it just gives you first dibs at those 30 spots. And I will be strict at keeping it to 30 women because I want to make sure that there's plenty of my bandwidth to go around to answer your questions, look at profiles, coach you a little bit and do all that good stuff. I'm super excited about it. And uh, that's all I have to say. So veronicagrant.com forward slash online dating. And I will hopefully see many of you in that workshop. And I will see you next week on the Love Life Connection. I've got a brand new coaching episode for you. And in the episode, I am coaching my caller on how to manage a relationship where the other person is addicted to marijuana. All right. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. You can find the show notes for this episode at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. And that's also the place you can sign up to be coached by me here on the show. And if you love this podcast, please leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. It helps more incredible women like you find this show and find real love. Until next time, remember, wherever you are is exactly where you need to be. You're not broken and you don't need to be fixed. Just because you've never had the relationship you want before doesn't mean you can't have it now. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.